Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome to News Du Jour. You may be wondering, why am I, Annie Bowles, here hosting this podcast? I usually start by telling people I'm a political baby. You see, my parents met working on Capitol Hill. By the time I was two, I had been in my first political commercial and even got lost crawling around the West Wing. Don't worry, Al Gore found me. My family then moved abroad when I was nine, and I attended an international school in Brussels with kids from all over the world, and it is this type of global perspective that I also bring to our show. I graduated from American University in D.C. after studying political science and art history, as well as interning on both sides of Capitol Hill. I even interned down the hall from where my parents met. I'm now pursuing a professional certificate in journalism at NYU in conjunction with Rolling Stone magazine. I guess I was always that friend in the group who cared deeply about not just what was going on politically, but also globally. I often kept my own friends informed through high school and into young adulthood, so I guess I've always done a version of this show. I'm genuinely passionate about following the news, and I'm here to break it down for you guys every weekday. We always strive to be a calmer space to get your news, or as one listener put it, like getting your news from a well-informed bestie. I'm so glad you're here. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to remind you guys that today is Advocacy Day at the Capitol that I have spent a couple months organizing alongside Oklahoma Appleseed. If you RSVP'd, you get a free lunch and a free latte. We will have extra though, as long as supplies last. But everyone who shows up gets a free t-shirt. They're really cool. You guys are done by a local artist. They're black and they have a cow skull and say, raise some heck with forget me nots, which is part of the symbol of our campaign. We will be there at the Oklahoma State Capitol from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. to show everyone how to knock doors on Capitol Hill, email their reps if you choose to. And if not, we will also have listening stations where you can hear survivor stories in their own words with some headphones and a comfy armchair. We'll have petitions you can sign, a button making station and lots more. Even just showing up shows survivors and lawmakers that you care about this subject. Taking a couple photos and posting them with links to the petition and to our pages really helps to spread the word about SB 1470 as well as the survivors' stories. 
I hope to see you there. And again, it's at the Oklahoma State Capitol today from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So today we have two mini stories for you guys and then three longer stories and they are long. Let's jump in. So first and foremost, Sweden will officially become part of NATO as the nation of Hungary has stopped its block of Sweden's entry. This is something that will not make Putin very happy because one of his primary goals in invading Ukraine is preventing the growth of NATO, the NATO alliance. The second mini story for today is that the Manhattan DA has also just asked for a gag order on his criminal case against Donald Trump. To jog your memory, this is the case about the alleged hush money paid by Donald Trump to porn star Stormy Daniels. For our first longer story, I do have to issue a content warning. This story involves war and violent protest. So for this first longer story, we are going to be going over the West Bank and Gaza updates. First up in our updates, the PA prime minister and his government resign. So yesterday, the Palestinian Authority prime minister and his government resigned. Here's what he said in his Facebook post, quote, I would like to inform the Honorable Council and our great people that I place the government's resignation at the disposal of Mr. President last Tuesday, and today I submit it in writing, end quote. This decision comes after a time of intense pressure by the United States to reform the Palestinian Authority, according to CNN. This is due to allegations of corruption coming from both the U.S., and the Palestinians living in the West Bank themselves. According to a survey conducted by the Palestinian Center for Policy and Survey Research, 92% of West Bank respondents want President Abbas himself to resign. So it's safe to say that they're not happy with their leadership when it comes to the PA. Hopefully, this turnover can bring about better leadership for the Palestinians living in the West Bank. Next up in our updates, active U.S. military member has died from his injuries after setting himself on fire in front of the Israeli embassy. So a young man named Aaron Bushnell, who was on active duty in the U.S. Air Force, stood in front of the Israeli embassy yesterday and live streamed as he set himself on fire. Officers on the scene tried desperately to put out the flames The Secret Service then responded next. He was badly burned by the time they got him to the hospital, and he died of his injuries on Sunday night. Twitch, the platform on which Aaron chose to stream, took the video down on Sunday afternoon. This is the second self-emulation in the United States on behalf of the Palestinian cause since violence broke out in Israel in October. The first was in Atlanta at the Israeli consulate, but that person is believed to have survived after suffering grave burns and being in critical condition at an Atlanta hospital. But fortunately, President Biden has announced that we are supposedly close to a temporary ceasefire deal between Israel and Hamas that would entail the release of more hostages. 
Netanyahu and Qatar both confirmed that talks were progressing, but did not provide any further details. So let's hope that this is the case, but I'm not going to hold my breath. And for our last update to do with Gaza and the West Bank, Jordan drops food down from the sky. According to Reuters, planes were spotted dropping aid from the sky into Gaza. The planes were from Jordan and included at least one French Air Force aircraft, and the Dutch government was said to have also helped facilitate the drop. They dropped aid from Gaza's northern border along the coast to 11 different sites. As we covered last week, Northern Gaza is really suffering as there are an estimated 330,000 people who are still up in Northern Gaza, just civilians who are almost completely without aid. Footage even showed Jordan's King Abdullah participating in the drop himself in military gear on board the planes. Pretty cool. But Gaza is not the only place in the world where atrocities are piling up. Let's head back over to Sudan. Content warning, this story involves war and disturbing details. We have covered Sudan for almost a year now, since April of 2023, when the most recent power struggle broke out. But as a refresher for anyone who might be new here, A group called the Rapid Support Forces is an Islamic extremist group that has evolved from groups convicted of genocide, war crimes, and crimes against humanity in the international criminal courts back in 2003 to 2008, according to Reuters. They're estimated to have assisted in killing at least 300,000 people during that time period. Well, this group is now locked in a power struggle with the Sudanese army, trying to gain control of the country. It has caused a mass exodus, which we have covered at length, but approximately 8 million people have been forced to flee their homes in order to avoid racially motivated violence. But now studies are coming out having looked into this violence and there are very disturbing reports coming out. I really want to brace you guys because a lot of this is not easy to hear. But a video clip has come out authenticated by the United Nations showing, quote, Sudanese soldiers parading through the streets of a major city, triumphantly brandishing the decapitated heads of students who were killed on the basis of their ethnicity, end quote. So the cycle is beginning again. At the hands of both sides of this fight, women and children are being gang raped There is regular recruitment of child soldiers, torture, and mutilation of civilians in prisons. These are the horrors we have seen before in genocide in this exact area of the world, involving some of these same players. And of course, in the midst of it all, the economy has collapsed and people, especially children, are starving. The United Nations estimates that they need about $2.7 billion in aid for Sudan alone, and they simply do not have it right now. They've only raised about 4% of those funds, according to the New York Times. 
the U.S. and Saudi governments have stepped in to try and calm the waters and negotiate peace on behalf of the innocent civilians who are trapped in between these two bloodthirsty rivals, but to no avail. Little to no progress has been made. But according to reports, the Biden administration plans to create a special envoy to Sudan. So we will definitely be on the lookout for that and any progress. And we'll definitely keep you guys posted. Okay, and for our final story today, I couldn't resist throwing in an archaeological find. I was so excited to read this. It's just a short story, but... A massive skull has washed up on a California beach, only no one could tell what it was from. So there's so much we have yet to understand about our world, you guys, our universe, our brains, but especially our oceans. Just this past week, an enormous and yet mysterious skull has washed up onto a California beach. Before you knew it, people were snapping pictures and, of course, posting to social media where everyone was jumping in to speculate on what this giant bone could be from. Finally, after a few months, the Santa Cruz Museum of Natural History weighed in, saying that the giant bone most likely belongs to that of a fin of a blue whale along with the base of its skull. Not even the full skull, just where the skull meets the neck. As you guys probably already know, a blue whale is one of the largest animals to live on this planet. In fact, one species of blue whale is the largest on this planet, at least that we're aware of. I'm learning so much lately about deep, deep, deep ocean and how we truly don't know what is down there. And I love that there are so many unexplored areas of our world and our universe. And I love a reminder that we are just a tiny, tiny speck in this bigger thing, this bigger plan that our human brains can't possibly understand. But how cool and how rare to see a piece of a skull measured in meters rather than in inches or even feet. And that for today is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote. I actually have another affirmation for you guys today instead of a quote. You'll have to let me know how you guys are liking these. This is from the book Courage to Change, and it goes, Today, I will have faith in my ability to act. When the time seems right, I will make the best choice I can and allow myself to enjoy the results. Sometimes our enthusiasm for change depends on our willingness to take a chance on tomorrow by risking what we have today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. And that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at it's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. 
Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.